everybody. Welcome back to Cool Games Inc., video game design podcast from Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. And we Today? are we are a total, you and me, of $600 poorer as of last night. Between the <laughs> oh, two. Sorry, sir. I believe you mean 900 almost 1000 after tax. I did pre-order two of these ding-dong Nintendo Switches. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the newest, hottest console from Nintendo Entertainment. Oh, I've heard uh, of it. Of, I've heard of it. Of, of America... They made this one, and uh, I'm just so excited to get my hand on this thing, so, just so I can break it down and put it back together. All these, all in all these wonderful configurations. Yeah, I was thinking. I mean, what I've done is I've pre-ordered one of the neon colorways, you know, where there's one controller that's red and one blue, and then one of the uh, gray classic colorways. Interesting. And then I'm gonna kind of mix and match it, so I have like one red controller and one gray one just because i i want it to look more fucked up than the neon one that's fun yeah i did the same but i think i'll just do the neon ones for me and i'll sell the other one to some suburban family for 800 american dollars oh, us I, a lot of people don't know this that you made your fortune on a kind of kind of what's grifting is that the term yeah you grift them pretty hard um listen if you want to make the forbes list you gotta grift some suburban families from time to time um, it would it would have been sick if they had gotten this baby out like November, late November, and then I could have hit him with that Christmas creep. But mm-hmm. um, here here we are. That fucking presentation last night, Nick. I watched it was, again in bed when it was over. I want to. <laughs> I think I want to do that. I did it actually also in bed next to my like carefully gingerly sleeping baby. <laughs> so I had to like I had to like when fucking they announced that Zelda was going to be a launch title. I did like the most silent reserve fist pump cheer ever. That was the most Nintendo ass presentation I have ever seen in my entire so life. Good. Are you fucking so kidding good? Me? I don't know who the the homie is who they. Have had like presenting that whole thing i really should but the guy who was like in the interstitials who like pulled a handkerchief out and wiped the splatoon slime off of the camera and then tucked it in his jacket i was like this is delightful i'm loving the willy wonka vibes this dude's putting out I mean, and also just the raw info dump at the front, like, hello, my name is Jim Tendo. The system's out March 3rd, and it costs all these different things in different countries. No region locking, but it's after, like, we had been watching, like, 10 minutes of, like, build-up techno music. Yeah, and then it was just, like, one dude just, like, and here's, it costs this much. The online, the internet's not ready yet. The internet's not ready yet? (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna, we're gonna work it on the internet. It will have internet. But it won't be really the internet until the fall. <laughs> and also, and also, they're going to charge for it. Is the other we're going to charge for the internet? Is that and, what they were missing? Because they're they've been real shitty at the internet. It's kind of like it's kind of like if McDonald's like just tomorrow was like, by the way, all of our burgers cost ten dollars a piece now, but we promise they're going to get way more better. It's like y'all it's, have been really shitty at burgers for like a yeah, decade. Like it's like if their service, if their like food making services started to slip up a little bit, and so they instead started to make their burgers with poisonous fuku fish. Right. So if we if it's bad now, we're done. If if the internet's bad now, we've died from it. Oops. Yep. It's it of all of the nerve for that company to charge us money for their <laughs> online service. Just disgusting. But I'll and of course will, I'll pay. We're very excited. Please understand it will launch with four games. Zelda, fighting, the one with jumps in it. And dance. Yep. Please, please, please enjoy understand. these games. You know the uh, the general consensus because they kind of talked in like some very vague terms about smartphone shit. Uh, the mm. the the current theory is that this system will support voice chat through the smartphone app that you pay monthly for. <laughs> No, please, no, please. AKA phone calls. Like, there's a word yeah, for that sure, already. I already, I already have that uh, app. It's called phone. 
I have the phone app. I don't need Nintendo to run it through some like awful Nintendo app before that happens. We got a lot of people asking us if uh uh love on the rocks was going to make an appearance on the console mm-hmm. since it does have and it's the only reason it hasn't made it to console yet and it's been an htc vive exclusive yeah um is first of all you know we don't fuck with oculus we do not try to get in bed and we don't we're not going to get in a dirty bed you know what i mean um but the other reason why we haven't been able to get it on consoles is because it's lacked hd rumble that you could feel the ice in yes you can feel the precise number of cubes was maybe my favorite part of that presentation mm. This feels like three cubes rattling around my game controller. Mmm. Smooth. A smooth highball. God, I fucking loved it. It was the most bonkers thing ever. I'm um very jealous right now of all of our, our colleagues who are in New York for the Switch event getting hands on that bad boy. But touching it. Specifically touching it. the fact that they that there are people in this country who know what HD Rumble feels like and I don't, that's the part that I like, know, kills me. it's a shame. I'm stuck over here with my fucking S D four eighty P Rumble. <laughs> and it just it it just feels like a bunch of rats or worms wriggling around in my controller. I hate the feel of so it. So bad. I hate the feel of it. Um, I can't tell. I'm playing a game. I'm playing a game, and a a fucking ice cube falls in. I'm playing Catherine. They put an ice cube in my highball, and it's just like a bunch of worms in there. It feels exactly, precisely like there's worms in there. Um, I'm looking. We are are excited to announce that we have, of course, made three games for the Nintendo Switch console. They will be out in the launch window. Uh, And I am, of course, talking about one, two Switch snipper clips and arms. Yep, those those are definitely, definitely, definitely are doing. It's funny, actually. I when we when we look at Reddit to kind of pull submissions, uh, we tend to kind of look at like what's sort of risen to the top. Like we try to look at as many as we can, but what's risen to the top organically based on like what has the most uh, upvotes is usually pretty good. This week, I just it just just occurred to me that because the switch reveal happened like 12 hours ago i should be sorting in reverse chronological order and i've done that uh-huh. and there are so many switch specific <laughs> games here uh like uh, a prequel to arms called legs <laughs> from tesla dine which i think is pretty solid so that's just i mean fuck i mean are you still are you still holding the joy cons in your hands at that point no. or are you just no, tuck, no, them, no. You tuck them in your shoelaces like sneakers no, dog. you pop the shoes completely off and you got to curl up your toes i don't know if it, oh, ma- maybe not everyone can do that because i don't want to i don't want to limit this to people like me who have the unique privilege of being able to monkey, pick, those, dude i pick toes. shit up with my feet probably once a day nice you are scratching oh, somebody's itch right what's now what's that a double a battery don't mind if i do stick it between them Hand it to myself like uh like Diddy Kong would do. Yeah, sure. WWDDD. Um, what would I gotta say? Don, don, or DKD? <laughs> shit. I've been watching the the Treehouse thing. This we're gonna talk a lot about Switch this episode. And I'm sorry, it may be a break from format, but like it just happened, and I want to fucking I'm still yeah. Processing sorry, we that. talked about the fact that our podcast was so good that reality bent around it and made an entire fucking console specifically <laughs> to put our bullshit fake it's, games on. Right, we have to talk about. So I'm watching the Treehouse thing. First of all, Arms looks actually pretty fucking fun. I thought it was just gonna be like the Wii Sports Boxing shit, which sucks. Yeah, this is that Wii Sports Boxing was invented to make kids very very tired so they'd go to sleep and their parents could hang out. Um, the, uh, but arms looks kind of fun. Like you, it actually looks pretty like you have to be pretty like deliberate with your punches and there's some like strategy. Yeah. To the some, whole like, rock, like paper, scissors shit. So the fact that you hold the joy con like sideways looks bananas. Like your thumb is yeah. on the trigger. Like you're holding the detonator for like a, some yeah. sort of bomb. But like the fact that you tilt your hand left and right to like put a curve on your punch after you've thrown it that shit looks awesome that looks like yeah. it feels really good um and one two switch just looks like a dumbass like sports friends like uh like maybe wario wear 
competitive thing. Yeah. And like, with no, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't, I think one of the core cons, like I kind of missed this the first time through one of the core conceits of that, no screen for most of those no games. Sc- well, there is a screen. You're just supposed to look at each other, but I'm, I'm fucking into that folk game bullshit. Me too. Like it's, it's hot as hell. I wasn't so sold on it based on the presentation, but now I'm seeing all these videos of like, Jeff Gerstmann and Dan Riker like having a gun duel and fucking Russ Frustick milking an invisible cow and like yeah that's gonna go over pretty well in the McElroy household I believe especially because something they pointed out during the presentation which I think is kind of tight is like in theory you just bring your switch in a backpack to your fucking imaginary rooftop party where all your friends are and then you can milk just with your friends in public outdoors it's gonna be good yeah um, uh i just watched some snipper clips being played did you see that shit no i was like on their press site last night Bro. for like 15 minutes trying to figure out what the fuck that game is like looking at the key art you're, t- you're two like shapes right you're two like semicircular shapes and you're both in this room where you have to solve a puzzle so maybe there's like a narrow gap where you have to like press a button mm-hmm. and the way that you press it is that whenever your two characters overlap uh if one of you presses a button you will cut your current like over overlapping shape out of the other person to change their form and so the two of you are like working together so in the stream like one of them climbed on top of the other um and sort of lowered their round end into their flat head and just cut their fucking brain out heads up uh, if, until some, they... if somebody like listened to this episode and accidentally fast forwarded to nine minutes into it and heard this they would have no idea that this was this not a, a normal game. this episode is real no so they and they just burrowed down into their fucking skull to form a scoop which they used to pick up a basketball and then the person held the basketball like in their scoop but it's all physics based so the basketball's like jumping or bouncing around and so the scoop player jumped up on the flathead player who allowed them to jump up and dunk it into a rim, and that's how they solved the puzzle. Fuck, man. Like, it's fucking great. I'm gonna have, but you can also just grief the other people by just snipping the fuck out of them. Uh, it looks really super, super, super fun. We, the, uh, the, this was like kind of rumored for a while, but it was one of those things that is so, so weird. I guess we should have known it was true because it was so weird and specific, but that thing where like the Joy-Con has an IR camera, like one of the Joy-Cons has a camera built into it and it can tell if you're doing a thumbs up or like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yes, it's so good. <laughs> uh, the possibilities are endless. Y- yeah, and for that for that uh uh one two switch game, like they're gonna do so much dumb shit with that. God, I'm like, here's the thing. They're dropping the ball on a bunch of things. There really aren't that many games coming out, and to be frank, like I mean, this is another Nintendo S thing. Like they had a section of the press conference where it was just like a dude from Sega shows up, like, you know we're doing some things. That fucking guy. I hate that guy. And then Oh, cause he killed Monkey Ball? He, well, no, because he gave birth to Monkey Ball and then abandoned his boy. On some yeah. There Will Be Blood shit, he fucking made two great Monkey Ball games and was like, I'm going to go make Yakuza games for the next 15 years. See ya. Hey, he went through. They're hot. They're hot, though. They're not Monkey Ball hot, buddy. He went through. Also, like, no shade, but the physiological transformation that man has gone through since getting on the Yakuza series is, like, supernatural. <laughs> he used to look like he used to look like a Japanese businessman, like a game developer, and he has, yeah. like, gradually... He looks fresh as fuck, though. It's, he looks great. It's kind of tight, in a way, that he's committed himself to the bit so much that he just, like, dresses and lives, like... He looks He looks sick. Um, Yeah, so, like, I don't even know. I... I, I... I, there were shades of Wii U all throughout this fucking thing, and I cannot deny that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm ultimately hyper disappointed in my Wii U. I was trying to think, of, like, because I saw a bunch of people hating last night, 
And like, I don't understand. I don't know how you don't get excited about this shit when you work in this industry and like talk about fucking everything all the time. And they're like, here's a new thing. And you're not like, oh yeah, new thing. Cool. And I understand you got to like squash that down or whatever, but like it's, you got to at least be a little bit excited about it. And people are like, well, it's just a Wii U all over again. And I thought in my mind, I was like, so what? The Wii U was. The Wii U had like fucking some of my favorite games of the past 10 years were on the Wii U. So what? Me? What were they? 3D World. 3D World. 3D World was fucking excellent. Super Mario Maker. Excellent. Yeah, Splatoon. Like, those are amazing games. Like, nobody played them because they were on a system that nobody bought. But, like, I, I, I just... the fuck out of Mario Maker. I forgot about that. Yeah, that game's good as Man, shit. Man, that 3DS version's pretty bad, huh? It's a real bummer. It's really, yeah. really bad. Um, But, like, I just, like... I if Zelda looks hot as hell, and it's I'm gonna play that game for so long, and that trailer was insane. God, holy like, shit! The fucking Miyazaki vibes out the wazoo. I know, dude. I was not expecting that. Um, it's weird how I'm, much voice acting changes the vibe of Zelda, like in a cool yeah. way, though. I'm just like I'm over the moon. Like it was, it was, it was again super Nintendo stuff. And then there's stuff coming out today where like uh, the monthly online thing, you get one free NES or SNES game per month. Yeah. And I heard that. And I was like, Oh, that's, uh, that's okay. Like it kind of pales in comparison, like PlayStation plus were like new brand new indie games that cost like 15 bucks. You get that just for free and you have it. Um, and you get like huge discounts on new games. And like, that's a, that's like a really good service. And, uh, Xbox live gold, uh, games with gold gives you like pretty great, uh, free games. Uh, so like just one free NES and SNES. Oh, what's that? You don't even get to keep it after the month is out. You have to pay for it or else what it's gone. Like the Nintendo? fuck? Seriously? Yeah, God, bro. All right. There's, I mean, there's still Nintendo at the end of the day. They're still going to do still some... Nintendo. They're like, it's Donkey Kong Country 3 and you have it now. Like, oh, great. Donkey Kong Country 3. And then after a month, they're like covetous. Like, but it's our treasure. Hey, <laughs> that will be $10 for Donkey Kong Country 3. I, I know a, a service where you can get. Uh, like a free NES and SNES game every month. It's called Google.com, and you type in <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 3. It's, it's, it's called the fucking App Store. There's ways to backdoor that shit onto the phone that everybody has. Like, it's great. It's Donkey Kong Country 3. It's our golden treasure. It's $10. <laughs> this is so it's possessive. It's $10? It should be no dollars. It should be no dollars. And it's 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 buck wild. Um, also, I'm disappointed. Like, their back catalogs their strongest thing, and they could be crushing it with that. With just like, it comes with a a you a library. Like, why aren't there GameCube emulation shit? Yeah, happening or like if you're charging there? me a monthly fee, like give me some access to like the Virtual Console Vault where like every GBA game is on there, and fucking yeah. you can have my money from every day between now and the day I die. Like, and it's also wild. It's wild that this thing is coming out fucking Sega Saturn tomorrow or something, and we like can't see the like ui of it at all yeah. we don't know what like the menus and shit there's look a, like which like if you don't think that's important hi we shop channel there's a great the, uh, the whole we channel system was pretty rough i don't want that again it was scary uh chris grant did a great post on polygon where it's like analyzing the shit out of the literal three seconds of menu we got to see in that reveal i'm like yeah. breaking down screen by screen like each frame of it it's at least it looks kind of classic like something that i can't stop thinking about is like this is the first time in, I think, 10 years where Nintendo hasn't been trapped under some form of Wii branding. Like, yeah. Wii and Wii U was the Nintendo's console brand for a decade, and now they're out from under it. Like, everything is, like, it's just so slick and, like, classy and grown. It seems grown. I'm into it. It seems like grown folk stuff. Yeah. I fuck with that. Um, I'm excited. There's, It's going to be a pretty big disappointment, I imagine, once the credits roll on Zelda, and then I'm like, well... Yeah. Anybody around to play snipper clips? No, just me. Damn. <laughs> the, the, the whole point of having a kid, though, is so you always have a 
have a snipper clips partner. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you, my son. This is my this is my son. His middle name is Snipper Clips. My son, Snipper Clips Jr., cut cut my whole body off with his snipper clips. Damn it. Um should we stop being like every other video game podcast I, now? I guess or? so. Yeah. I okay. guess we could do the other podcast thing that we do. Um I have a suggestion here. It's from Pet Kitties, who says, Mannequin stealth slash fashion game. You must be the prettiest and find the best clothes, but also no one is allowed to see you move. Uh, and then just fucking Ally Oop from Not Blakely suggests a title, Hide and Chic. Hide and C-H-I-C. That's, yeah. that's really good. That's fucking great. Um, so I don't, know if you, I don't know if you have to be Kim Cattrall. And I, I, you know, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's, if, if that's part of it. I don't know if we can get her mm-hmm. likeness. Um, See, I'm imagining but... a, just a classic, like a vanilla generic mannequin. Like if you bought a mannequin from eBay, the one you'd get. And maybe it's I see, but a fun I like, think Uniqlo I... vibe. You ever go in Uniqlo and like sometimes they have mannequins in like every color of the rainbow, like yeah, red, blue, green, purple, fun. pink. That could be a cool the... If we went with more of a licensed mannequin movie element, though, then we could just be like, uh, we could get that like a new factor into it, which is just Andrew McCarthy's just trying to bung some wood, mm-hmm. um, which was, it's a, it's kind of a wild concept for a film. Andrew McCarthy very much wants to make love to the mannequin, but it is a, it's, I mean, it's alive now, sure, but it's hard to sort of deny that it is a, like a wooden sort of statue maybe pla- elements of plaster in there yeah it's sort kind of, of non-sentient like, like imagine the converse imagine a movie where the statue the thinker came to life and then someone wanted to fuck it real bad that's a weird movie i watched mannequin while we were in the um triage room while my wife was in labor and she now hates that movie forever <laughs> but i was sort of um blown away by how many cops um a- andrew mccarthy does punch in the movie he fights a lot of cops like at a certain point they come to arrest him because he's acting a fool and trying to bung some wood right. in a in a big fashion like store you do um and i'm sorry if i walk into the fucking macy's and i see a person trying to bang a mannequin i'm going to ha- i mean i will call 911 i will call the police on 911 there's kids around um and so he's supposed to be like this dark hero but he's really just punching a lot of police officers <laughs> right and like attacking them and um using traps and tricks on them it would take a small change to make that movie a horror movie like you just take the soundtrack out or like change it and, and yeah the vibe would be very different he's really determined to have sex with this man it's really wild so but the mechanics in the game would be great and andrew mccarthy could be like the yeti and ski free where if you take too long he comes in and then he tries he tries to make love to the mannequin but he's not attracted to the mannequins when they're still right so he's kind of mm. <laughs> that's up for debate but i, I my my thinking is you need to like it's almost like a hide and hide and seek situation with him running around the store. Uh, yeah, you gotta make it clear you're a mannequin who's come to life, but who does not want to be the object of sexual desire of, right. of this actor of screen and stage. Pre- procedurally generated fashion stores, department mm-hmm. stores every time. So if you want, you know, the sunglasses that go with your sleek emerald dress, then you have to go from like one floor to the other. And that's going to be tricky. Do you take the elevator? You take the escalator. Now we got some fucking spies versus mercs. Like, Oh, it's like a splinter cell chaos theory. vibe. I'm into that. Yeah. 
this is a this is a this is like not a bad sort of general concept for for a game, right? This hide and seek. No, not at all. Especially concept. especially if we could get a pair of Joy-Cons in there and make this a Switch game because then like you have to yeah. physically stop moving with a controller yeah. in each hand when it's time to like pose and you kind of have to do a mannequin style one of the in that like that rapid fire like uh one two switch trailer there's one moment where it's like it's two young women holding joy cons like doing like kind of modeling poses and i'm mm. imagining you have to try to pull those off when you lock yourself in at the bottom of the escalator and move up oh i see you know? well no i'm sorry if i see a mannequin on an escalator i'll be like that one's been that's the real one life through a mummy's curse that's the alive one that's the alive one because it shouldn't be there on the on the escalator. Here's a here's an interesting one from Devoted Pupa, uh, who says, "What if Reggie got the money?" So, like, anytime I bought a 3ds game, yeah. I would get a note in my from my bank, just like Reggie thanks you for his thirty dollars. I want to know precisely the ratio of of every purchase I make from Nintendo. Like, how much of my Picross 3D Round Two money went directly to line Reggie's pockets? I'm realizing now that I look at this that what if Reggie got the money is a quote from last week's episode. I did not realize that when I selected this because I do just like the idea of any any instance where Reggie gets my money. Like that's half of why I'm buying. You know how like sometimes you, a new Nintendo game comes out and it's like part of a franchise you don't really care about. But it's like mm. very much part of the zeitgeist and everyone's talking about it. And you kind of feel that like obligation to buy this Animal Crossing even <laughs> though you've hated the last three. What? Nothing. You've hated you've hated the last three Animal Crossing. I haven't hated. I loved the original GameCube one, but every time I buy one, I'm like, maybe this is going to be the one that like really gets its hooks into me again. And then every single time, I'm like, I'm bored and I don't no, like this. No, you're wrong. I try New so Leaf hard. It's like one of the best games ever. Okay, we can't get off. Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah. I have, I have. What about this instead? What if you know how when you go to like a nice restaurant with like a bunch of fucking cool chefs and there's like an open kitchen so you can watch them do their cool cooking and yes. look really cool with their tattoos and cool hair and shit. Um, and you can buy, there's like a thing on the menu where you can buy them a beer. This would be like an eShop purchase. It would be $5 and it just said, give Reggie gets the money and it's not a game or maybe it's just a still image of Reggie or a bunch of, um, like a, like, um, a reel of photos of Reggie on, uh, his vacation down at camping at Crater Lake. Yeah. Um, but all five of those dollars go to Reggie. And you know, like, you're just saying, like, hey, Reggie, you've been doing a really good job, and I want you to have all five of these dollars. So it's like a um, tip jar, or like a Reggie GoFundMe. It's like a Reggie tip jar. It's like a Reggie, yes. A Reggie Patreon, just to keep, and it's like, the, at, at a, at when he hits $2,000 a month, he'll just keep on being himself, because that's, that's all we ask for, is just keep on being but you. At, at $4,000 a month, then he will release his his original songs his original music oh i like that his acoustic i love his acoustic that. His composition acoustic stuff yeah his hits like um, his hits like the godfather pizza the yeah. big apple pizza <laughs> i like pizza i'm the pizza man reg yeah um all of those would be uh just different songs those, he does yeah sure um and then we could we could he could do his hit uh, radio chart topping hit uh, Bill Trennan uh, rides around inside me and controls me like a giant mecha um, but nobody can prove it now is that is um, that part of one two switch is my question because I want to play that game which though the climbing inside of Reggie yeah as as Bill okay. Trennan also can we talk about Bill Trennan's like on screen cameo in last night's presentation which was him standing on stage with this like ea dude but he was translating in his english into japanese in real time that is just the most impressive shit on earth to me like watching this no, perfect amazing. flawless japanese come out of bill trans mouth is like i could do that for hours i would listen to a podcast of that 
Um, on a really quick sidebar, on the Treehouse stream, um, they showed off the different Zelda versions, and one of them comes with this little coin. Um, and Reggie said during the stream, it's like got the Breath of the Wild logo on it, and on the other side it has like the Sheikah stone symbol or something. Um, and he said the only way to get one is to uh, arm wrestle him or beat him in some sort of physical contest. Well, I'm not sure if you can hear this, Nick. I'm not sure if it'll pick up, but... That's that coin. I did fight Reggie and beat him with my physical strength. So. Is that actually because we did? I did leave uh, E3 with a Breath of the Wild coin that they gave everyone who like demoed that game. Oh, then you then you fought. You must have fought him at some. I'm point. not allowed to talk about whether or not I physically. I'll fucking with talk him. about it. I fucking fought him and I grappled with him Greco Roman style. Right. right there on the floor. Right there on the floor. Well, in front that's of called, Luigi and everybody. That's called breaking embargo, Griffin. Is what you just said. I'm not fucking afraid of it. Like, what are they going to do? Like, delete the delete my podcast? Like, fire me? They can't fire. They're going to do a content ID claim on our whole show. Is what they're going to do. Um, I, if they if they do that, then I can just say Reggie's afraid to talk about how badly I just whooped him in physical battle combat. Um, I'm sorry. I just I just tuned into the Treehouse stream for the first time all day because I couldn't hold off. And <laughs> Link is riding a horse, and there are three button prompts on the bottom of the screen: soothe, whoa, and yah. <laughs> <laughs> you hit L to soothe, and then you click the left stick down for whoa with an ellipsis after it, whoa, dot, 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 and then yeah, you hit A. Hey guys, this is Buttman69. is an all soothe speed run of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but only soothing. Only soothing. No yas, no woes. No yas. Yeah, yeah, trick. Shh, sweet pony. Sweet pony, you must go faster, though. You got, got it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Zelda. I, I want Mario Fucking more. Yeah, dude. I want Mario more, so much more. We, I can't believe we've gone this whole podcast without talking about the fact that Mario now inhabits a world with regular humans in it. Like, <laughs> I got so fed up with the people saying it was like Sonic 2006, where Sonic was in a real city, and they were like, it's just gonna be that again. Like, oh yeah, I forgot when one bad game does a thing, then no other game should do the thing. Totally, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun and lighthearted. You jump around the Empire State Building in New Donk City. It totally. It's not at all like Sonic uh, 2006, except for, and I think this is important to point out, that it's exactly like Sonic 2006. It's exactly <laughs> the same shit. Everyone is 100% right about it. Look at it. It's just human, adult grown human. If this doesn't conclude with like, like, you know, Sonic 06 is like the one where Sonic ends up like dying and then a human woman princess like no, rolls up on him and cries into it. his hair no, and then he comes back to life. Like that's that- literally canonically what happens. No, there's no, there's a big fucking difference here, Nick, and nobody wants to talk about it. But I'm going to give you a fucking word association, and do not goof with me. I want the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following, okay? You ready? Yeah. Mario's nationality. Italian. Yeah. Hey, that's a real one, isn't it? He's just an Italian man, and he fell into the fucking pipes. In the movie, in the movie, he starts a new donk city if we want to call it that mm-hmm. and he falls down the pipes in the mushroom kingdom he's not a fucking resident there so he's just he's coming home he's come they should call this super mario coming home not, to the okay, big city but like he's not coming home because the people that are in the world that he's in are not the same species as him they're not well, the same genus the fucking mushroom kingdom has a stronger gravity so it sort of sucks him all down it sort of squished him all down, so he does look kind of whack compared to these people with regular faces and noses and stuff so like that. It's kind that. of an interstellar situation where by being in this other realm, time has passed a little differently. He's been squashed and stretched, and he's kind of suffered the damages <clears throat> of the gravity. It's funny because you'd think the Mushroom Kingdom would have less gravity than our world because of the types of jumps and flips he can pull off. Well, no, it's because of the Magikoopa's curse. Also, it's why he looks different. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun just jumping around a bunch of billboards and stuff. It's just like... I. I it's just it, I I love the new Donk City thing. I love Mario Wall jumping off of a taxi and backflipping off of a. It's just any time he walked like onto the screen and there's like a full length adult woman who is like three times taller than him, just standing at like waiting across the street and staring at him in a full suit, and he's just like like this mutant little like weird. He's just not a one of the either he's not human or they aren't. Like those are the only possibilities because I do not accept that they are from the same genus it's not it's not happening i guess you're right there hasn't been there hasn't really been a game where mario interacts with real like human-sized people except for mario's fucking time machine on snes i guess mario tennis also had like mario tennis has real ass i'm jake all right (laughs) you're just a guy i'm abraham lincoln you're way smaller than me mario that's all right are you italian like italy from the real world that's yes of course the thing is, I don't think he's directly answered that question in, like, a decade. I have, When was the last time Mario talked about Italy? He'll talk about spaghetti or fucking pizza or whatever, and he'll talk in that voice. But, like, as soon as you ask him about Italy, he gets real quiet. Does any other non-Ario or Uigi member of the Mushroom Kingdom populace have an Italian accent? I'll wait. Name one. No. Bowser's not up there being like, oh, I love my kids. I love all my kids. <laughs> I I think what I ultimately love about this is that, like, this, this podcast, I think my entire career has built upon pointing out how weird the Mario universe is. And Nintendo's solution to that, rather than bury that stuff deeper or go in a more fantastic direction, was to just really shine the brightest possible spotlight on the fact that <laughs> Mario is not... In any way, what we are. He is a different being. And they put him next to other, to our fellow citizens, to our fellow Americans, just to really, really hit that point home. And that makes me happy. They are, le- like, they're making the Mario universe weirder before they make it less weird. And that's, that makes me very glad. Um, I have a suggestion here, and it, it does involve a Mario offshoot. It was sent in by Bartolos Waterslide, who says, Mario teaches typing by any means necessary. Okay. Little threatening, yeah. Little threatening twist from. from so I'm Mario. imagining you're sitting there in front of a keyboard, and Mario's next to you, and it's like that that horrifying torture scene in GTA Five, kind of. Okay, maybe a little he's, bit. He's got a series of implements that he can kind of use to to get you to learn typing. Uh, what's and, your what's your WPM? Do you think? Because I took a te- I took a test the other day because I. I was watching something and they mentioned WPMs and I was like, I haven't measured that shit since middle school. And I got, I can track a good like 90. I think it's I'm like, in the, I'm in the, I remember doing it in middle school and being like in the hundo or the low hundos. Yeah. I haven't checked in a minute, but, um, she's like, thanks Mavis. Thanks Mario. I didn't fuck with Mario so much. He didn't teach me so much typing, but yeah, I like, I, I, I like the idea of an angry Mario. We never mm. see, we never see a like, um, like an angry Mario. Yeah, the closest we get is like on the box art for a game. Maybe he'll furrow his eyebrows if he's like about to do a big tennis swing like a big or something. Jump or something. Yeah. Yeah. But we I, don't really I, get like a I full know angry we, Mario. I know we have Wario, and you could argue that he's like some sort of Tyler Durden esque manifestation. Mm-hmm. But let me ask will... you. Let me ask you this, Nick. How do you feel about? And this could be a whole different game. Dark Mario. mm Hmm. And he's not, and again, not Wario. No, no, this is Mario. But he's just sort of, he's gone a little, 
he's gone kind of bad. He's gone. Oh, so it's kind of like the dark middle sort of chapter. So it's like his his Shadow the Hedgehog or his his what was the let's, middle and Prince of Persia ahead. game called? Uh, fucking Prince oh, of Persia: colon, It's Lincoln Park now. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, let's just go ahead and give him two guns. Right. He's got a holster on each leg. And then, he's, yeah, and then he's going to shoot <clears throat> Bowser? Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. That oh. seems like, because I do think that that's going to, as fun as that would be with the Joy-Con peripheral, I think that sounds like a short game. Let me hit you with this in Metal Mario. Oh, fuck, never mind. Damn it. That. Damn it. I am kind of weirded out that, like, the whole bit with Mario Odyssey, because I did, like, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash polygon, I did, like, kind of a frame-by-frame breakdown of that trailer, and there's this place called, like, Crazy Caps that he goes into that uh, ostensibly you will get new hats in there. Mm. Um, like, and that's going to be the whole bit. Like, people have pointed out that every single enemy in that game, except for, like, maybe one, seems to be wearing a hat. All the humans are wearing hats. Mario's got the hat with eyeballs on it. It seems like a hat-themed game. Um <clears throat> Gonna have but a like, lot of fun with all those different hats. I think we will, but I just, but like you pointing out Metal Mario, Mario 64 was explicitly a hat themed game. That whole game was about putting different hats on Mario. No, oh, dang, you're right. Um, hey Griffin? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna share something with you. Okay. Um, I was looking on Twitter this morning and somebody took <laughs> all of the different bands that are performing uh at trump's inauguration and put oh, them on a, like a, a little political humor slightly and they they put all of those bands on a coachella poster okay. <laughs> it really calls in a stark relief how um <clears throat> how kind of sad the lineup is but it, that made me realize something that i did not realize before what's that which is that on uh at trump's inauguration one of the performers is ravi drums do you remember who ravi oh, drums, DJ is? Ravi drums is everybody there loves ravi to drums. do his art um, and, and I, I kind of have like a personal, um, I guess ritual that I go through, which is, uh, a, a couple of years ago, I ripped the Ravi Drums performance from, uh, from the highest quality YouTube video I could find. And I sort of exported it into an MP3. And right before Nintendo does a new press conference, <laughs> I listen to that MP3 in full to kind of get me, it's, it gets me excited, but it also makes me set my expectations a little bit yeah, for what, sure, what might sure. happen at a Nintendo press conference. So I think I'd like to share that with our audience now, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go ahead and drop that in. All right. 2000, E3 had to be there god we music though was a hell of a hell of a product was it never played it um uh long Light uh suggests watch two dogs a fun twist oh. on watch dogs 2 yeah 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 only this time 
It's like Nintendogs, I guess, but double the fucking difficulty. That seems really hard because you gotta you gotta kind of like if, unless you're a chameleon, you can kind of point your eyes in different directions at the same time. Like that's gonna be a t- tough proposition to keep your eyes on both dogs. And I guess that's kind of the the fun of it is like managing and balancing these dogs. Maybe there's a dedicated button to like switch cameras, mm. and so you gotta you're you're managing their happiness meters and their PP meters, of course, and all the classic dog meters. But like. You are constantly, you need to switch back and forth. Maybe they're like on top of like a building. You have to switch back and forth. So like, what if the dogs were in, they were just not really, you didn't have to look at them. They were just sort of in your two different Joy-Cons. Do the Joy-Cons have speakers? No. I would be surprised if they don't. Nintendo tends to well, put no, like. Well, if, no, if it's fucking like if you plug it, if you're supposed to snap them onto the screen, it'd be wild if they had speakers on. Yeah, I was wondering also if they have like a microphone in there because I'm not clear on that. Yeah, I don't know either. But <clears throat> what if they did and they would just like if you have to go and you and they're separate, right? So you you got to keep them separated. If you put the Joy-Cons too close to each other, the dogs will fight. So you have to put them like on different mm. sides of the room and you have yeah, to yeah. go over and like tap the A button on one to like pet it and calm it down. But while you're doing that, the other one sees you gets jealous and the volume on it just turns up automatically and it starts HD rumbling off the fucking table. Right. And if it, it feels it falls, like a real dog in there. If it falls off the t- if it falls right off the table, that's dead. Now how about a a variant? And this is gonna this makes the game kind of bougie, I think, and I think it kind of narrows our audience a bit. But it does make a very unique experience. A game where uh, the peripheral, the add-on, is two real dogs, and you've got to point the IR camera on your Joy Cons at both dogs at the same time and oh. kind of track them in real time in real space with these controllers. It could also be more a sort of. Um asynchronous situation where every day at the same time you say you'd have a 10 minute window between 9 a.m to 9 10 a.m you do have to scan the dogs with the joy con sensors to prove Mm -hmm. they're both still there and kicking got it so it's kind of like in school you're given that egg to take care of like a baby it's like but it's a real ass dog more or less I I think I actually like dialing it back to a digital dog because then it gives us a chance to kind of build on the nintendogs franchise I I don't know how that's going to work from a naming perspective i like it, it, so wait what was it the original it's nintendo watch two dogs yes nintendo watch two dogs game and watch two dogs is another way to do it that would work too um rum rogers says burnout three but with sonic the hedgehog characters instead of cars how Keep many the, fucking burnout three episodes have we had so this is like the third so one many. in a row the people want what the people want and the people mm. want another burnout three yeah i guess so you're just like wait we've done this haven't we I don't. It feels so in our it wheelhouse. Feels extremely that, familiar. Yeah, I mean, um, because I remember talking about like Big the Cat running into Knuckles hard enough to like send him flying through the air in slow motion. Shit, maybe I think we did done it. Maybe we did do it. Well, I don't. I don't want to say this one. Oh, is it Cuck Dynasty? I don't want to say Mario fucked my real human wife. Both of those are, yeah, we can't say either. Of those. Kind of a, I mean, there was a real, and I think everyone's thinking it, but nobody wants to say it. There was a, there was a small, there was a, a, a not insignificant cuck undercurrent <laughs> in the Mario Odyssey trailer, and everyone's thinking it, and I don't know why no one's saying it, because there is definitely a moment where Bowser has nabbed Peach, and he, Mario's standing right in front of him in the rain, like, sobbing, staring at this poster of the two Jesus. of them for their wedding. And then, like, it cuts to this... It cuts, sorry, it cuts to this shot of Bowser standing in front of Mario, and he just stomps Mario's favorite hat right in front of him while he steals his wife. Like, it's a little... 
it's a little on the nose i thought i thought that it was inappropriate for this children's game but that's that's just me i think too far too far miyamoto you've, i know you've lost your slot it's my turn to go now okay on the show. what do you what do you have uh math 42 says kevin spacey program it's like kerbal but you're building kevin spacey's oh i like i like wait you're building <laughs> kevin spacey's <laughs> Okay, because my brain just slotted in, like, instead of the little fake minions or whatever in Kerbal Space Program, it would just be a bunch of little Kevin Spacey heads with arms and legs. And maybe that's still the way it is, but they're climbing around inside of a a a bigger Kevin Kevin Spacey. So Kevin Spacey in this game has made a billion, billion, billion dollars off House of Cards, and also he's lost his fucking gourd. Mm -hmm. And so all he wants to do is go to space in a ship that looks like himself. And also, he's just a little head with hands and arms. I mean, if you remember Super Mario Galaxy 2, Mario's flying around in that face ship. This is exactly oh, boy, that's what upsetting. Mario did. Um, um, so, but there's, all, there's so many different ways that you can fuck it up, right? If you put Frank Underwood, Frank Underwood, his, wing, his wingtipped shoes on there, the wings are going to add to maneuvering. But he's but got, he's, but he there's has some drag there, too. Some there's wind some, resistance. a little bit of drag. So maybe you don't want that. I also love the idea that, like, you can either go through the campaign and build some classic pre-existing Kevin Spacey's, or you can freestyle it and build your own Kevin Spacey's. What if I want, like, the the sort of limp that he has in The Usual Suspects, but I want that drawl from House of Cards? Now, how would the drawl affect sort of the aerodynamics of a kevin spacey based vest i I actually think that would affect it more during the launch sequence because that's going to be the sort of the voice of the ai inside the ship that you're piloting Hmm. now claire now claire blast off (laughs) um i mean you could give them those fucking like cool really sexy like we can agree the sexiest he looked was K-Pax and those little sunglasses, and maybe yeah. that can be like the windshield for the for the car. I just think it's funny that we talk about burnout three twice in a row. You get a little riled up, but we talk about K-Pax two weeks in a row. That's chill somehow. It's different. <laughs> it's different when it's K-Pax. I think you start out with like a frumpy Glen Gary Glen Ross suit, and it's you're not mm-hmm. going to get off the ground wearing that. No. It's way too much drag. Just because of the era, it was so baggy, and I think that's yeah. going to be a problem. So you can you try to launch it, doesn't work, then you streamline it, you tailor that suit, it's gonna get be a like, little bit further. Yeah, it'll be and you're dressed a little bit sharper. The ref era, um, mm. maybe. But then I think once once you get to seven, I think we can start doing some interstellar travel. Do we? Are we any closer to a uh, no to a winner? Mm-mm. Golf with goalies. Hey, hey ho fish rodeo just a wealth of riches bad burger golf with goalies would be good um that was from doubled ogre by the way i should say in real life because i don't want to i don't want to fucking stand in front of a golf ball drive right but i also don't want to step in front of a hockey puck coming at me very very fast i don't have the courage to be a goalie maybe there are people out there who have the courage to step in front of one of you know tiger's big drives Mm -hmm. to swat them down at any rate, I would watch it because it's essentially like the the sort of obstacle-based game show Wipeout, but with one really tiny, really hard ball coming right at you. Well, it's a fun way you. of thinking about it, Nick. So like if somebody shoots somebody else with a gun, it's like a really <laughs> short, very intense Wipeout. Mm-hmm. Everything's everything. I mean, it's it's some, one of the classic rules of television is that everything is basically a wipeout variant. Mm. Somebody says, uh, uh, "Doubled Ogre" also says Steve Buscemi's zero time dilemma, and 
to Lemmy is really funny. So you are nine Steve Buscemi's. Mm-hmm. Um, Buscemi's. Um, well, we already did a whole run on how many movies I knew um, Old Space he was in. I don't want to do the same for Buscemi because I also it's don't think real, I'd be as successful. This episode is a real character actor kind but of But it was if you did have nine Buscemi's locked in a deadly game by a tenth evil Buscemi. And you and had it, to make decisions. Now, will one of them have kind of a big orb around its head? Yeah. You, and you can't tell what's under there. And one of them will be wearing just like a handkerchief's worth of clothing. Is there a, is there a moment at the beginning where like you flip a coin and if it's heads, all the, the skimmies are free to... All the dead or die. They die. Or die. But if it's the tails, they're all free to go. Man, that was a good fucking game. I don't know about that. Oops. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Civilization Six. This would be like skate, skate, fucking Mesopotamia. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining a perspective who, that is who like sent a, that, who sent that in. That's from the underscore scrow. Okay. And I'm imagining kind of maybe a a hexa like it's a it's a mix of like the Game Boy Advance like Tony Hawk Pro Skater two and three and four where yeah. it's like that isometric view, but you're dropping hexagons. And so instead of instead of being based on economics or anything like that, it's based on there's it's almost like a more like sim ant. Or something where you're, there are all these little Tony Hawks running around, and they you want to set up nice chains that they can skate on. You can't skate on them, but you want to assemble like a fun run for your Tonys. Hmm, that could be good. Um, I mainly just want a fucking good Tony Hawk game, and if we have to append some sort of other whack genre on top of it, like I guess I'll take it. <laughs> I love the idea of a world where the only way a new Tony Hawk game can get made is if we append the lucrative popular Civilization license onto it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm so salty about fucking Civ Six. Is that the one that came out last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I played it for like I played a campaign for like 20 hours, and then some crazy bug like made it so I could not progress. And my latest save was like 10 hours before. And Jesus. I was like, nope. Of all sure. the games for that to happen to, like I know. a game where your campaign is 20 hours, it long. sucks so bad. Um, here's one from Cambroth who says, "What about a game that doesn't include food, Waluigi, Knuckles, oh. Vor, Austin Powers, or Grandmas?" I don't. I mean, I think every game we've done this week fits that qualification. You're negative, um, Nancy. T Man Tookie says, "Objection! What about a game with all those things?" <laughs> now that's my dude. And that's my homie right there. Madeline T Y says, "Wow! Do these Chaos Emeralds vor? <laughs> Sorry, fuck. You can get. Go ahead, try it again. Wow! Do these Chaos Emeralds make you vorny, Gam Gam? Holy shit!" <laughs> That's incredible. That's the name of the game. Wah, exclamation mark. Do these Chaos Emeralds make you Vorny Gam Gam? I feel like we're just really... I think we're being... I think... I've heard a lot about the bubble lately, Nick. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I think we're narrowcasting to the bubble right now. That's a, that's I don't a, want to narrowcast to the bubble. I want that's this... A risk. I want fucking... For the next 10 minutes of the show, mm-hmm. I would love to make something that just some farmers might like. You know? Okay. Out the, out there in the bread basket. What games? What games are they playing currently? Like I guess checkers. <laughs> like what? What? What should we pull from? What are their What are their likes and dislikes? Because I'll be honest with you, my heart right now wants to talk about Shark Sandwiches submission. Gone Gone Home, a Super Monkey Ball story, based on the <laughs> the, the third or fourth most popular Super Monkey Ball character, Gone Gone the yeah, monkey. But not the uh, last, not the least popular. Well, Baby is the least popular. Yeah, sure. Fucking, uh, this would be, so you're gone, gone, you've come home to your, 
big the other four, yeah to ii's house i'm assuming or, oh okay ii is the breadwinner in the monkey ball family like let's be let's be real but this is just like a big old maybe haunted not haunted at all house yes okay yeah. i mean let's be clear it's the same house from gone home oh okay but you're We're just not, rolling through it monkey ball style i don't fucking know how to render of environment but i yeah. do think that it would be fun to like how are we going to get to the top of that staircase in a monkey ball it's that- weird how we've never really talked about this on the show but we don't know how to do environment like i've, yeah. I've figured out in unreal how to make character how to make camera how to make coin how to make health i know how to make gun that's kind of what i bring to the you table. do gun and you do load screens yeah which um, the loading screen tends to in, in nine times out of ten i just make the gun rotate gun in the lower it. right corner yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't know environment because that selection's grayed out in the program. And so it's always – all of our games are in the gone home house. Yes. We've never really addressed that concern before. And I know a lot of people are concerned and a bit confused by it. Well, I think it's called fair use. So it fuck is, off. Yeah. So what are you going to do about it? What are you, a cop? Are you some sort of are you some sort of police officer? It really, I mean, like you, Griffin. You there's a great YouTube video in our our long running YouTube series Speed Rundown where you go through and you you beat Gone Home as quickly as possible. Beat the shit out of that game. Um, it, I really do think that like getting to the top of that staircase, which you figured out, you can do quickly by hitting a diagonal angle. Uh, when you have to do that in a monkey ball, all of a sudden that takes like thirty hours. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult. You have to come running because I've played enough Monkey Ball to know you have to go. You'd probably have to stand outside of the house with the door open to build up enough speed to hit that first stair and bounce up it. That's a trick that they use in a lot of Monkey Ball speed runs. But yeah. the problem is, like, you make one false move, you screw up, you tumble all the way down the stairs, down and you're back and you have to the beginning. Start over, yeah, yeah, kind of a Sisyphusian challenge. That technique is called rimming. <laughs> you gotta find a game where we're in the fucking desert right now. This happens back every to once basics, in a while. Back to basics. A Switch game for farmers. Okay. I mean, we already saw Russ Freshick gingerly milking a cow. Just gingerly pulling pulling that teat, which apparently you're not supposed to do. I, I saw a tweet from somebody who responded to the gif that uh, Polygon posted of Russ Freshick just yanking that shit like he's ringing a bell. Um, and somebody was like, you're not supposed to do that. You'll pull off what? the cow's whole teat. Right. Oh, to, okay. I didn't know if they meant in the game or in the cow. No, they weren't given fucking speedrun strats for a game that's not even out yet. They're yeah. given life run strats on how to not how kill to milk a, cow. a real ass yeah. cow. Oh, I'm looking for this anime. Oh God, look at yeah, gr- dude. He is. He's he, yeah. He, Russ. Uh, I don't know who he's he's milking this cow with, but Russ is doing a very different technique than this than this woman. He's he's there's a full three feet of clearance on the on the teeth that he's milking. He's starting at about nose height and then milking it down to his knees which is like a brutal yeah it's rough a brutal milk all right fuck farmers we just got to find a good game it's we're getting into the the the, the scary hour where it's like that i feel the walls closing in around me should we go uh, back to hide and chic because that's the one that excites me the most yeah oh of today's games that is my favorite hide so and there's chic different is- departments okay so you get a fucking mall madness vibe maybe there's multiple mannequins Ooh. Uh, okay. Um, so there's multiple mannequins and there's multiple security guards. I like the idea that like you walk into a new department store with kind of a different style of mannequin and you can like swap places with it. Okay. And then that's your new playable character. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's fun. And so like you go shopping and you, well, shoplifting. You're a mannequin. You don't have dollars. Um, and you go around to the different stores and you have to put together like a fresh ass outfit because whoever has like the freshest outfit and then also gets out of the store, 
um, wins the game, mm. but there's also different abilities associated with the different fashion styles. So each time it's going to be different because if the security guards aren't at the hot topic, you go into the hot topic, right? Because it's the only one that's sort of unprotected, and all of a sudden you have pyrokinesis. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I like yeah. so so it's almost like a I'm I'm getting real like Dead Rising One vibes from this like mall with different sort of powers in each store that you can mm. actually walk into. Yeah, so but they're um, based on the actual sort of fashion itself. So you go into the gap and you get clothes there, and then you're not really invisible, but nobody's looking at you. <laughs> right. It's really more it's to protect yourself, you know, from from judgment. Yeah. That's what gap that's what gap achieves. Like you're not really like Sec- you're not sexy in your gap outfit but like no. but like you're not it's not bad it's just like ugh, ugh, who like who give who cares i walked past a gap on uh, market street in san francisco like a year ago ugh. and their their model is the guy who played kylo ren and i think that tells you just about everything you need to know about gap i don't think he's, that that he's a handsome man it's but you dress him up in gap and it's like <laughs> <laughs> you dress really... up. You dress up Taylor Lautner and Gap, and it just looks like me. Just looks like a right, just like an average Joe. Just an average Joe. Just a just a Joe the plumber. I think this could be a very good game, though. Give me if we can come up with one other we store. Hook. We need one other store power combination to prove that that idea has legs. Because I'm obsessed now with this fucking the world ends with you style. Like each brand has different like applications and different bonuses i think hot topic definitely pyrokinesis the gap sure. visibility um what else what else is there it's um, got to be a clothing store oh it could be like pack sun gives you like water oh abil- what if you abilities. now if you go to the oakley store you get mm-hmm. yourself some good sunglasses what does yeah. that help you with well that's i think accessories are just that they're like a modifier mm-hmm. so oakley's would give you you could activate them on a cooldown, and they would let you see where the security guards are see through walls like real oakley's yes yes like just like real oakley's huh that's pretty good huh i think this is a good game I think there's enough there's enough meat on these bones that this should uh this is a game I'd play. But like you you hmm. And then as the security guards, you you're playing as the security guards, you know which stores to sort of like prioritize spending your your time in, right? Cuz this is like a four-story complex, I'm imagining, with like 20 different stores in it. Um and you know that the person you're playing against likes the invisibility thing, so you go and you or likes the see through walls thing, so you fucking go and you camp out at the sunglass hut, and maybe mm. you hide behind the sunglass hut looking for that mannequin. Is there any way to like retaliate if you're in man if you're a mannequin? I think following sort of the spies versus mercs rules, you would have very few options. Maybe mm. that's one of the power ups is you can go to the well gun shop. Okay. At the you know the gun shop at the mall, you don't live in Texas. You don't understand. <laughs> is that is that for real? There's, they do that. There, there's a mall near my house, and the stores on the second floor go in order: roasted pecans, candied pecans, guns, Excalibur. That's a pewter. They sell pewter dragons and shit. Oh, does that, they don't sell swords? Because that would be a good compliment to the gun shop. No, guns are swords are illegal in Texas. So I, I think, though, I, I like what you're saying about, like, because the, the spies can kill the mercs if they're crafty, right? In spies right. I think, like, if and if you are standing next to three other mannequins and you're, like, posed and you're holding perfectly still and the uh, the hunter walks past you, 
you can there's a as long as their back is facing you you can get a kill on them like yes they just they have to not know you're there and then of course if the round goes too long and you haven't escaped them all andrew mccarthy does spawn in and he's just really he's really just like he'll attack the security guards because he loves like punching like authority he loves punching cops and yeah he loves fucking mannequins he's kind of like the uh the ghost in spelunky i guess yes yeah exactly um but you just don't you're i'm a mannequin andrew I'd rather not like I'm I'm thanks but no thanks. I think that's fair. This is I a good game. This could be fun. I would play it. I I, I I think the spies versus mercs like genre is is severely under underexplored. Yeah, sure. And I think it's just whack enough an idea to fit as a, a Nintendo Switch launch title. Yeah. But it's going to be good, right? Like I saw snipper clips on a page and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But then I saw it being played and I was like, "Oh, it's good." It's good, and I hide, think that hide and chic will be good. I think there's a minimum, like amount of weird bullshit that like Nintendo won't let us be on their platform unless it's like kind of confusing for the first 15 seconds you're looking at it. Like exactly. that's that's basically the law. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I like this uh, game. I think we right. did it. Hide and chic, it is. Thanks for listening to Cool Game Zinc. Sorry we talked so much about real video game stuff for a while. Um, I just it, 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 we're coming. It happened like uh what like 11 hours ago yeah so like we just really wanted to fucking talk about it very bad um so what we what do we usually do here at the end nick um oh my god uh there's a new cool games inc animated about our christmas presents that went up at the beginning of this this past week and then coming up this monday uh the the new cool games inc like animated animated the louis zong one will be debuting on our channel y'all it is next level it's fucking excellent it's really really good i the it is a an audiovisual experience that i have i will not spoil here but holy crap um Um, yeah so catch that on monday and watch the holiday animated one because it's excellent um and also we don't say this very often but uh if you like the show uh leave us a review on itunes or tell someone who likes dumb shit about it yeah. And that that is the best thing you can do for us. It's the best gift of all. If you work at Nintendo, um, just get in touch. Just like text hide me. And she, just text me. Or if you just like want to know how to like make the the online stuff a little bit better. I'm not like an expert or anything like that, and I wouldn't profess to be. But like I I almost certainly I think could do the bit better, like a little bit mm-hmm. better at it. Yeah, I made a uh, I made a game in Visual Basic once when I was in high school. Yeah, and it actually had better online support than um, everything Nintendo's ever done. Well, so. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if the, not even, and I'm not even talking about network services because I wouldn't. I you've got me there, Nintendo. I wouldn't know that. But you could like come to me, and you would be like, uh, "Hey, Griffin, how much should Marble Madness cost?" And I would be like, F- fifty cents." Right. How or about just, ten dollars or five bucks monthly, and we take it from you, and we take every it thirty you. days. No, it should really just. Be, it shouldn't be ten dollars. And so that's like a service that I can. That's like a service I can provide. Mm-hmm. Legend of the Mystical Ninja. You, you think twenty for that? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think for twenty that. for that one. Maybe a little bit less. Smaller number. A small, a much smaller number, Reggie. You got to stop calling. It's three a.m. I've got a newborn baby. You got to stop calling me for like this. You should know at this point not to charge that much money for the games. Thanks for listening to Cool Games Inc. Until um, next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>